0: The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right. I am excited for this show tonight. So I'm actually currently, uh, I've been traveling uh, to, to Asia, and now I'm in the Philippines for this particular show. And I'm actually at Calvary Chapel Teleguy. With uh, Pastor Tony Reyes, who's in studio, as you could see him if you're watching uh, YouTube right now. But if you're on the radio stations, we are here, and you are a native to the Philippines. That's right. That's awesome. So, look at—I have done hundreds of shows over the last six years, and I have never done a church planting show. And I've literally been trying to do a church planting show for for a couple years now, and everyone. That I want to book to get in the studio is out of town church planning, and now here I am in the Philippines with a church planter, you. So I said, you know what? We brought our radio studio stuff. Let's let's get the show. You know, just over the last, um, just for the listeners, over the last uh, three days, we've been out here in in the Philippines. We came here. Um, on a mission to bring the kill the noise to the schools. That's right. Now, when I met you, we were, uh, back in probably like three months ago, we were down at a conference down in Peru. Right. Um, with Calvary Chapel, Trujillo, with all those guys down there. And we met backstage cause you were there to present, to talk about church plans, yes. Right. I didn't even know that cause our, our interactions was so quick. Right. Uh, just cause due to the conference, there were so many people and all that stuff. But, um, you said, hey, Ryan, I love what you guys are doing. I would love to get you to the Philippines, but I have no connections to the schools. And I said, awesome. That's pretty much everyone's reaction when we, when we talk about this. And I said, well, you know what? If God wants us to go to the Philippines, he will. Uh, where God guides, God provides. That's kind of been a, a thing within the Calvary Chapel movement that we've, we've been taught through uh, Chuck Smith. And you know what? I don't just say it because it's taught to us. It's literally true. It got, where God guides, God provides. That's how you know you aren't forcing anything. So Amen. they they went back to to the Philippines from from Lima, Peru, and a couple of weeks later, I I got a call from him, uh, or text saying, "Hey, um, call me. I got good news. I, I met with him, and basically he ended up in a meeting with the mayor of uh, one of the mayors here in in the in the in the city, and the doors. Long story short, opened up for us to go into the schools. So then we prayed that God would provide financially. Uh, we ended up getting an anonymous check for $5,000, which covered a couple flights, hotels, and food. And now here we are, and the schools have opened up, and we are seeing kids running to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, you're, I'm going to get you going here in a minute, but I do want to just kind of paint the picture here of what's going on in the Philippines, just from what I know, but we're going to really impact this whole thing. But this is the gay capital of the world, which which Tony told me about. And we see like we were in a school the other day and we saw probably like, you know, you said there's like 20 percent of the kids that look, seems like seems yeah. like it. I, I'm seeing a lot of it as well. So what you're seeing is 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 true. But here we are and the gospel is going forth and they're totally open. Why? Because kids are the same around the world, wherever you go. If I'm in Australia, if I'm in Peru, if I'm in America, L.A., New York, England, Kids are the same. Why? Because they're watching the screen time, 6 to 11 hours a day. They're watching the same stuff. They're experiencing the same stuff. And guess what they're watching? Garbage in your body, garbage out. Jesus has a, a talks about some scripture that says about that. It's not what goes in and what comes out of your heart. But what you're watching, the eyes of light to the body, what you're putting in, it ends up coming out. And we are seeing kids get saved. And that's leading up to this conversation. Why is it important to have church plants, because there is a great need. People globally are hungry for the gospel, and the world is massive, and there's not enough churches, believe it or not. And you might be living in a Tennessee, you might be in LA where there's churches all over, mega churches, it's not like that. When you leave your little bubble, we need churches that need to be global. So Tony, let's get into this, now that they kind of know the premises of this conversation. You, Where did you grow up in the Philippines? Were you grew up in this city? or No, I
1: grew up in Manila.
0: Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about that growing up, and, and I know that you ended up leaving here and going to America. What was that process?
1: Well, I grew up uh, Catholic. I went to an uh, old boys Catholic school mm-hmm. since first grade, uh, all the way through uh, high school. I graduated there. And in college, I went uh, to a Catholic university in Manila, and after graduation, um, I went to the U.S. for my first job. But it was during my college years that I met the Lord Jesus. So, uh, yes.
0: interesting enough, it's, it's, there's a lot of Catholicism here, right? In yes. The, in the Philippines? Yes. Okay, got I it, got
1: it. Probably like 85% or, or around that.
0: Right, right. So, mm. so they, they grew up with religion around them. That's what's good about when you talk about Jesus in a relationship. Did you find Jesus in America?
1: No, I found here. him in college here in, in, in Manila.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So then what was what led you to leave here and go to America?
1: Well, I had a, a petition from uh, my parents mm-hmm. uh, to go and immigrate to the United States. Okay. So right after finishing college, I went to the United States. I worked for a year. Okay. And then God called me. Uh, to come back to the Philippines, and I started my, um, my education for the ministry Here. Uh, in Manila, mm-hmm. uh, in the Philippines, for a year, and then went back to the States for further uh, training oh, for the ministry. Oh, really?
0: Yes. So where did you end up planting yourself in the, when you went back for the training in, in America?
1: Well, uh, New York State. I got uh, married in, uh, in 1988. And uh, my wife and I uh, lived in New York State, and mm-hmm. I planted my first church in 1990, two years Was
0: Now, after. what was that? Was that a Calvary Chapel or a different denomination? No,
1: I only met, uh, got connected with Calvary Chapel mm-hmm. uh, around nine, uh, 2009. 2009. Yes. Got it. Got it. Old got Bridge, it.
0: Calvary Chapel, Old Bridge, mm-hmm. New Jersey. Awesome. Okay. So now, what was the point, because I was talking to your wife yesterday, and you know, you guys were talking with your kids and we're like, yeah, we're going to be here forever. Like, this is kind of where we're going to be. And then there was a change of, of heart of like, hey, well, I think we're actually going to be going now to the Philippines. Because, like, you know, the rest of your family, your kids are growing up there in America. Yes. So that what was some confirmations that kind of led you to knowing to knowing. That you need to go to the Philippines. Okay, that's a great question
1: because that's <laughs> gonna lead us into church planting. Yes. When um, uh, <laughs> when we, I w- we were in the United States, you know, I had a family there. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife was working and uh, she's making like six figures, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a little business, and we were you know serving uh, at Old Bridge Calvary Chapel, Old Bridge. I was an elder there, mm-hmm. uh, and you know life was good. I we had our own house, we had our kids with us, yeah. four children, and but God's call, you know, God was calling me. Uh, back to the philippines mm-hmm. i knew that for sure and we made that that big step uh in 2016 january you know cutting the long story short yeah we left everything we flew to the philippines just my wife and i we left all our kids we sold our house you know at, sometime later mm-hmm. um and my youngest kid was uh, just in college so we could leave mm-hmm. uh, just my wife and i and uh, we landed uh, at a place called Talisay, batangas we were just there last Thursday, Friday, oh, yeah. These past two days, right. we didn't know a single person <clears throat> when we landed, mm-hmm. and God had given us uh, previously a, a, a lot, a place uh, there, uh, just a lot, and we just overgrown weeds. Like, and literally,
0: like, over, just all trees and weeds, big, big that's lot. It,
1: that's it, you know, like, you saw <laughs> that, <there>, you <laughs> were there yesterday, and you saw what was around it, still, like, all vacant yeah. property, that was our place
0: when we arrived, yeah yeah but now you saw how beautiful so so this is what i love about this this how you're gonna talk about this you guys stepped out you received a lot so where god guides god provides right show up don't know anyone and you get a lot on the hill which actually is is an amazing uh location as well like the view and everything but then what was the process because you have no money and you're coming to church plant and you got a lot and you don't know anyone so that's you know you're kind of don't got much going on
1: yeah i can relate to <laughs> abraham when god yeah. called him to leave his country and come to a place yeah. which he didn't really know mm-hmm. and he just had the faith to obey mm-hmm. and it was kind of like my story i knew god was calling us back to the philippines mm-hmm. god had provided a lot um you know we just trusted the lord mm-hmm. god that god would would provide you know to fulfill the vision that he had given me which was to really train church planters that's yeah. all i knew um uh, You know, like Abraham, all he knew was that God was calling him and he was going to be the father of many nations. All I knew was that God was calling us to come back to the Philippines and we would be training church planters. I didn't know how that would look like, Mm -hmm. but God, you know, led me step by step. So Mm -hmm. in 2016, um, I got connected uh, around June, you know, like uh, uh, June or July uh, to... uh, Uh, a friend of mine who who told me about Dynamic Church Planting International, Mm. which had an annual conference in the Philippines. And he said, you should attend this conference, you know. And so uh, I flew in from the United States on the first day of the the conference. I went to the conference. I was late. Uh, They said, you can't come in. You're late. You're not registered. Uh, I just happened to know the owner of the place. And so Mm. he got me in. And uh, so I, I attended the first module of Dynamic Church Planting International, and the uh, world our world zone leader for DCPI or Dynamic Church Planting International, Dr. John Bond from Australia. He talked to me. He said, w- "You know, what, what do you want to do?" And I said, "I'm going to start a church planting school." And he said, "What's your curriculum?" I said, "I don't know yet." And he said, "You know, wh- why don't you just you know use our curriculum? Oh, right, there are seven modules. We have seven modules." uh... you you're attending the first module which is a three-day module right so just you know we're we're you can do it you can we're offering you the giving you the authority to use our curriculum wow. and I, I and i thought about it for about maybe five ten minutes mm-hmm. And I say, well, this is a no-brainer. I yeah. love. I was in the middle of the module, and I loved it. Yeah. And it, I was being given the privilege to use all modules in our school that you know is not yet existing, but you know yeah. I was planning.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a hard thing to actually kind of assemble all that. I mean, these guys have been doing it for a long time, for many years. No, no, exactly. At that point, about maybe twenty-five years. Yeah, no-brainers. I love it. Okay, so then, so you got that, but then, how did you actually develop the land? you create is that what's next in the story is developing the land to create the school because you got the right. you got the curriculum right. you got the lot right but you got no money right and you got to make a building right so <laughs> the first thing I
1: did you know on the vacant yeah. lot was you know just start building and I knew a little bit about building and I, I hired some you know some workers and I started mm-hmm. building you know the, the bathroom and then putting a room on top of the bathroom right. for, for my wife and I and uh so um I asked help from our church, Calvary Chapel, Old Bridge, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, to, to send some guys to help. And we had our first mission trip in October 2016. Yeah. Uh, there were, and then we had four other mission trips. Yeah. Uh, and that really helped us, you know. Gave Build us, the whole gave thing. Gave us a boost, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and so God provided, uh, you know, initially in that way for our building. That's um, amazing. Yeah, but initially I was just using my own funds, yeah. you know, to, to build us a, a little room, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Funds. No, that's that's amazing. But, you know, I've seen, you know, with my our church too, we've done several trips to down to Columbia to build a mission. And mm-hmm. it, it takes a lot of work and people come and donate their time, yes. which is also about church planning as well. Yes. You, you got this other guys that are like, well, I can't go on live in, 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 in Philippines or Africa, but I could go on a two-week trip or a week, and I could go build the what, what they need. Exactly. You know what I mean? Very crucial. Yeah. So then you built a compound, and then what 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 is next in the church planning is, is being able to – got to get people to come. Right. How, how do you, how'd you recruit so people? So
1: um, after uh, I started attending the, the DCPI modules, uh, God gave me uh, a vision. You know, it started forming a vision in my mind of what the school would look like. Right. And so, uh, in my mind, I wanted uh, all seven modules to be our curriculum. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do that, all seven modules, within three months in one location. It has never been done in the 25 years or so history of dynamic church planting at really? that point. And so, uh, it was a unique vision, and, but that's what God was calling me. And so, I, uh, I traveled all over the Philippines uh, for several months just to get all the modules so I would be able to have all the curriculum and be right. able to teach it. It got certified, um, but it did. It, it wasn't until October 2018, so about two years. Right. It took me two years to build uh, a facility that mm-hmm. we could use, um, and then so a week before we started in October 2018, we had zero students. Mm-hmm. So people were were telling me, you know, uh, who's going to be your student? You have nothing.
0: Yeah. I said. God's gonna send them.
1: Yeah, and when we started our first day, we had 18
0: church planters. Wow, that's amazing. That's how we started. That, that's 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 a big for people that start up uh, schools of ministry. It, and it was my wife and I who taught. That's amazing. So okay, so then how long's the how long's the whole program to to church plant for some of the students? Well, do they live uh, on campus? Yeah, do no, they, c-
1: they don't live in campus. These are all uh, mostly pastors already. Yeah, who wanted to. Uh, church planting. Learn how to multiply, right. Learn how to multiply. Okay. So I had 18 of them and I had them for the first class, which was uh, three days, right? And then, um, uh, so they knew that this was a seven module, you know, uh, course over three months. And we're, we, we were gonna do this twice a year. Mm-hmm. So we had like the first class, second class in one year. And so uh, long, long story short, uh, Despite the pandemic, uh, we uh, we have done like six classes, mm-hmm. six classes. That's and, amazing. Uh, um, and uh, so out of those six classes, we have, and, and oh, we've been training as well. And, and of course, because the vision is that uh, those we train, we, we tell them, and we want to make sure that they do the same thing, that they would go and train other church planters. Right. Who will train other church planters. On top of they would go and plant churches that will plant churches, that will plant churches. By the way, the name mm-hmm. of our ministry yeah. is 222 Church Multiplication Network. I forgot to... to oh, oh because yeah. yeah. That's, everything flows from, from that name. Right. God had given me that name mm-hmm. uh, because that's what he wanted us to do. He wanted us to multiply churches. Yeah, so 222 comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, mm-hmm. where Paul says to his son in the faith, Timothy, the things you have learned from me, mm-hmm. among many witnesses, these things commit... faithful men who will be able to teach or train others also. So it's like four generations Mm. of disciple making beginning with Paul, to Timothy, Mm -hmm. to faithful men, and then to others. God told me before we even left uh, the United States that I'm going to use this principle of multiplication of disciples. I'm going to use it in your life in your ministry to multiply churches mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant but that's, that's what, amazing yeah, that's I, what God, I love I, that and that's why I took the name 222 yeah. trusting that God will multiply churches uh, at that point I didn't know you know anything yeah. that, you yeah. know, I had no idea what he was going to do and so uh, we did it we trained the first batch we told them to do the same thing mm-hmm. and of course not all of them did it you know only a few yeah. really did it mm-hmm. but even with those few in four and a half years that we've been doing this we have trained over 5,000 church
0: planters. That is insane. That is amazing. Okay, Because so, of the multiplication, yeah, not right. because of oh, me. Shoot. Yes, you know? exactly.
1: And as a result of all these trainings, we have helped plant over 200 churches. Wow. That, and is that global? Is that Philippines? or Well, uh, mostly Philippines, but we have planted the first Calvary Chapel in Bangladesh, the country of Bangladesh. Okay. We have a trainer there and then we have a training center in
0: dhaka in bangladesh so then now there's gonna be multiplication. that is so amazing and this this is how these you know this is how these church churches start you guys they live with a little church plant and then it grows and then it develops and multiply and that's how you spread the gospel to the ends of the earth jesus says you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere to the ends of the earth and that's exactly what's happening. So, okay. So, uh, give us, um, let's talk a little bit more about this, uh, curriculum. So you got, you have students going there now. Um, how do you, how do you let people know about this? How can people can find out about your church plant and how can they get involved or? Uh, Right. We just really promote by word of mouth. Word of mouth. Okay. I
1: I do a screening, you know, and Mm -hmm. I ask them for just for an application. Right. And I do a personal interview, Mm -hmm. make sure that they are church planters, that they're cold or cold to, to to become church planters yeah because I don't want to waste my time yeah you know with, with someone who is not even cold as a church planter. I'm
0: glad you brought that up okay so like what is the so we're gonna to talk to someone that doesn't know anything about this okay so what is the qualifications what where does someone need to be in their relationship with Christ to to be able to get involved and go after church planting well first of all of to course
1: he's got to be a uh, uh, a, a Christian, obviously, yeah. and yeah. then he's gotta have a call to the ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're called to ministry, you know, you know it, mm. you know, you know that you know that you're called to the ministry. And so I just ask for discernment, you know, when mm. I talk to people, uh, you know, from God uh, if they're really called, and mm. and I just take a chance with them.
0: I want to I want to unpack that. How speaking to people that are listening now, how would one know that they're called? Because there's there's a lot of people that are. They want to follow God as far as like, they're like, God, use my life for whatever. And maybe they're being called right now. Maybe they're getting those, those, those promptings from the Holy spirit. Maybe things are happening, but they don't actually know that they're being called. They yes. just feel like, Oh, yes. I don't know. I feel maybe emotional towards it. Yes. What, how does one know, or you can even talk about how you know, knew that you were called and what happened what things kind of lined up with God that you knew that you knew?
1: I love your question because I actually uh, have, you know, my own, you know, way of knowing. Yeah. And I yeah. say this to everybody yeah. who attends our trainings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell them that if you're here in this training, mm-hmm. you are called. Okay. How do I know that you're called right. if you're in our training? Mm-hmm. It's because Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Yeah. You're not going to be, yeah. you're not going <laughs> to bring you here. Yeah. Out of the millions of people in the world, out of the millions of Christians yeah. in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and you're going to be here, and you're going to receive training for church planting, and you're not called. Yeah. Uh, the only way that you're not going to be a church planter, or by the way, being a church planter uh, doesn't mean that you're the, you're the one that's actually going to be the pastor, or you're going to be the lead. You know, that's interesting.
0: Planter. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. You know, church planting cannot happen without a team.
0: Right. Yeah. You, know, you can't yeah.
1: just be do a one man band. You you cannot. Yeah. You got you need a lot of people, you know, to support you. Yeah. It's like you have a team. Yeah, you, know, a- you can't absolutely do this by yourself. No. It's just like church planting.
0: Exactly. And so uh,
1: you know, I, I tell them, you know, you don't have to be the lead pastor, but you could be the worship leader, you could be the children's ministry leader, you could be just a, a supporter financially in prayer. But you're part of the team and you're if you're here in this training, mm-hmm. you are it. You know, this is not an accident. I tell them, Mm. Uh, you know, this harvest is plentiful. The workers are few. It's not an accident that you're here. God's called you.
0: That is huge. I I literally never knew. I thought you had to have a, like, be a pastor, teaching pastor to be able to go church plant because you would be the guy that would be teaching. But it could be anyone, and the team comes together to actually do the church plant. That is amazing. That is amazing. My mind is blown right now. Okay. So now, how did you know? So you just explained to be called, but how did you know that you were called? What was it? How did God confirm to know to know that you're like, I need to go to the Philippines, and I need to start this, and I don't know anyone there? Because that is huge. I know by faith, but there, there had to be
1: some confirmation. I love that question because uh, I can tell you exactly how I know for sure. Mm. You know, um, Jesus gave the Great Commission, and we all know the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing Mm -hmm. them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. teaching them everything I've commanded you, and I will be with you always to the end of the age, Mm -hmm. right? So we, all Christians, are called to make disciples, Mm -hmm. okay? So that's, you know, that 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 is absolutely, you know, clear. And I'm the type of person uh, that always asks myself, how can I be the, the most effective how can I do th- this most effectively, uh, you know, p- possible? And, and, and that is, how do I make disciples the most effective way possible? That's, that's how I, my mind operates. And so uh, God just told me, you know, uh, from the Word of God, it's through church planting. Mm-hmm. Because when you plant a church in an area where there is no church, mm-hmm. then you uh, grow uh, disciples. It's not just one person. You're going to make multiple disciples Mm -hmm. and those disciples obviously will be able to make more disciples compared to just one person Mm -hmm. and so a church in an area in a location where there's no church is the most effective way to fulfill the great commission and we're called to to make disciples of all nations so so that means you know we we every every person on earth must hear the gospel Mm -hmm. and the best way for that to happen is for every community To have a church in the Philippines, and this is part of how I know. Yeah, Uh, and and I didn't know the exact statistics, but I knew that the Philippines is a Catholic country, and there's a lot of places where churches are needed. And 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 now I know that statistically, uh, we have forty-two thousand villages. We call barangays. Oh oh yeah, that's and half of that, about twenty thousand, you know, uh, a little less than half, do not have a Christian church. Most of those are in Muslim areas, many of the right, them. Right, right. we have Muslim areas in the Philippines. And so God has, you know, there's a lot, a big work in the Philippines. Yeah. And this is why I know that, you know, I'm in the right place to uh, multiply trainings that will multiply church planters that will multiply churches planted. You know, that's yeah. just, just the way I see it.
0: I was just thinking, because this morning when I woke up, I knew that we were going to be doing an interview, and I was thinking about... Man, if there's someone that is called to be in a church, to do a church plant, and now actually opening it up more, it's not just a pastor. It's like, it could be an evangelist. It could be a worship leader. It could be someone that wants to just come down and fund it and build a team or whatever, whoever, right? Whosoever. Um, the Philippines is ripe. Amen. I mean, if you really want get to get into church planning and be in a place where, you could actually have conversations with people about God, and they're open, and they're responding, and they're actually giving their life to Christ. Like, this is the place that you—I mean, you've seen it. It's amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. So you definitely—I would definitely look into uh, me. This is my first time actually being in Philippines doing ministry. I came here a long time ago with my dad, and he was—he was showing his film back here uh, back in the day, but. Me being here just for a few days and being in the public school system with, you know, non the non-Christian kids, uh, they are they are right for it. So I would highly consider that. OK, cool. So, OK, so you, you've talked about the call. Um, you've talked about what, what qualifies you to to want to be a church plant because um, you don't want to, you don 't you need to make sure and i I, I want to kind of hone in on this you need to make sure before you go after to get involved in ministry that you know you count the cost you know Jesus talks about the, about counting the cost is like there are costs involved like I mean here <laughs> you left your you left your college kids in America yes. because you were called, and they understand that God called you to this this place that yes. that needs. <clears throat> Uh, God desperately and and even like you know with and you bring your family maybe you might even be taking your family out of the country uh, from, from a different country to another country there's there's cost mm-hmm. you know and you want to make sure that you know what you're getting into you're going to see God move it's going to be awesome but also you got to count the cost because you know it's it's going to be a, a, it's going to be a journey it's yes. going to be ups and downs it's like a roller coaster and maybe um maybe you can kind of speak into some of the obstacles the highs and the lows of 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 church planning of you seeing god move and then also just some of the the things that have been um you know that you had to to work through through doing this stuff you know sure
1: um i think uh, the story that my wife uh uh shares every now and then uh really paints the picture you know yeah. we were in the plane coming here to the philippines mm-hmm. the first time uh you know uh for good, uh, that was January 2016, mm. and my wife says, you know, that um, while while we were on the plane, uh, she sees looked at me and I was, you know, fast asleep mm. on the plane, mm. but she was crying mm. because she we had left our children, you know, we had left everything, and so and she was thinking, you know, how how could this guy be, you know, so peaceful and asleep, you <laughs> yeah. know, and and I am I'm, I'm here a wreck and I left everything, I left yeah. my children, yeah. Uh, and so she realized that, you know, we were being called by God. That's the cost. That's yeah. the cost that we had to pay. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and so, uh, but, but you know, the cost doesn't stop there. It's, you know, uh, we have a saying in, in uh, Dynamic Church Planting uh, International that if you are a, a church planter, you are in trouble. You yeah. have a big target behind mm. your back. Mm. And the devil always tries to hit your bullseye. Always. Uh, always, constantly.
0: So uh, if you're a church planter, you are in trouble. Uh, it, it costs a lot. It costs it, daily a lot. In, in, in ministry, like even with myself, because, you know, I'm an evangelist and I, I travel and stuff. And, and like God uses me on the road. Like that's like God uses me on the Great Commission, right, which is like church planting basically, right? We go out, we get it done. But, but also that I'm pulled away from my family as well. Yeah. So it's harder too cause my family's at home, my wife, my kids. So that, you know, but these are part of, of the costs. And, you know, my wife goes, you know, I don't understand. Cause she used to travel all over the place, you know, for, for, for her work, you know, right. all over the globe. Cause she used to manage a, some, some professional athletes. But I said, you know, and I used to too, when I used to work in the skateboard industry travel, but it's so different now tra- traveling, just to do like events and, and 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 be speak at conferences or you know, do presentations or whatever, versus when you're actually showing up and you're preaching the gospel and people are giving their life to Christ, which is taking them from one side of eternity and placing them on the other. Huge difference. That's right. why I travel 20 hours to get to the Philippines. Yeah. Because you know, all of us were sitting on the plane and we know when we get there, kids are gonna give their life to Christ. Amen. Kids are depressed or not gonna be depressed. Get people that have anxiety, you know, God's going to touch people's lives and deliver them immediately. Some, he's going to walk through it with them. But nevertheless, they're going to hear about a relationship with Jesus. And that's why we count the cost because we know God is good and what he's going to do. And we're going to be going to break right now. So um, I want to encourage you guys. Go to uh, go to my YouTube channel, Ryan Reese Official. Uh, subscribe and you will get all the past shows. I think we have like six to seven y- years of shows of You know, all kinds of different people that I interview uh, globally. And uh, also go to com. And if you want to book us to come out, to go uh, bring the Great Commission, uh, to to come accent your church, to do ministry in the streets, do ministry in your church, that's what we do. And we work with all different churches all around the world. Um, Whenever, however, just contact us at the and we'll, we'll get back to you and let you know our earliest convenience. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I have Pastor... Uh, Tony Ray is out here in the Philippines from Calvary Chapel. T. Tagay. Tagay. More of The Ryan Reese Show. Coming up, post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now back. 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 To the Ryan Reese show. Alrighty, we are back. And just for you guys uh, tuning in, I am actually in the Philippines, in Telagai, Philippines, at Calvary Chapel, Telagai, with Pastor Tony Reyes. Um, I met him in Peru, as I'll say at the beginning of the show, at a missions conference with Calvary Chapel Trujillo. We talked about coming out here. We prayed. God opened the doors. Boom! Here we are invading the public school system, and we—it's like we entered a revival. Everyone's getting saved. It's amazing. But the first half—we just uh, the first half of the show—we were talking about um, about. There actually, he's a church planter out here in Telagay, and you guys are able to come out and be a part. They've uh, planted over. Five thousand churches. Oh uh, no, we trained over five thousand
1: church planters and planted over two hundred churches in uh, four and a half years.
0: There it is, right there. So if you guys are interested, you could definitely look them up and check it out. But now the second half, we want to get into also within this church they have here. They have uh, CBI, which is Calvary Bible Institute, yes. and you know what? I have not interviewed anyone about CBI either. Oh. so that's this is why I want to use this opportunity Excited. to just not you are the representative for the church plant and the CBI on my show in six years wow. so what an honor. let's um so first of all what is Calvary Chapel uh, Calvary CB or what is it Calvary Bible, Bible, Bible institute. institute what is it what is it well um, it is a
1: uh, a one-year Bible Institute mm-hmm. and uh, let me uh, tell you how I got started. Yeah. It's been in my heart to start a, a Bible institute here in our church, Calvary Chapel Tagaytay City. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, But I didn't know wh- how. I didn't know where to start. And so last year May, uh, I was in, at the East Coast Pastors Conference in Philly and I met Pastor Jarell Hagerman who started CBI uh, and it started in California, Joshua Springs. Joshua mm-hmm. Tree. And so I, I told him, you know, um, I want to start a Bible Institute. Can you help me? And it's funny because he said, you know, I'm helping Hawaii. I'm helping this and that. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not sure. let's pray about it. Yeah. And so uh, uh, shortly a few minutes after that, I got to speak, uh, address the, the whole thing. It was the missions conference and uh, for like five minutes. But afterwards, he, he comes up to me and says, I'm going to help you. And so we sit down over lunch, and he says, I'm going to help you. Long story short. After uh, uh, like what uh, eight months, we started Calvary Bible Institute just this past January. Amazing! And uh, so, Calvary Bible Institute basically is a very simple program. We go through the whole Bible, all the books of the Bible, Mm -hmm. you know, from uh, cover to cover, from uh, verse by verse, teaching, teaching it, it. teaching it verse by verse to our students, besides other uh, ministry subjects and skills yeah. and mm-hmm. all that, that we, we teach our students, including church planting. Mm-hmm. We go through all that we've discussed earlier, yeah. all seven modules of dynamic church planting international. Within
0: world. the program.
1: Within the program, wow! And not only that, uh, I tell our students, at least our students, it's not for all CBI's, by the way. This yeah. is our, each CBI, by the way, is different. Right. right now, I think there's over 10 CBI's all around the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, our CBI, it's just because we have this passion for church planting. And uh, so I tell them, you, you, when you graduate, you'll be church planters. Either you'll be a church, lead church planter or you'll be support. You'll be a part of a team because by the time they graduate, we would have started planting a church. Mm-hmm. So we, are now, we, we now have a project to plant a church. Actually, we're going there on Monday. That's our target at, at a place called Anilao and Tingloi Island, uh, where right now there's an oil spill. And but God is using that uh, for us so, to be able
0: to help. Them. So that's we're going there. Actually, that's going to be the next church plant that you're looking for. So yes. we're going into the schools. Yes. And we're going to start there by talking to the students about Jesus, yes. and then praying that next a church plant can happen. Yes. That's amazing. I call it it's sowing exciting. the seeds. We're so, going to be yeah. sowing seeds. Yep.
1: And then um, you know that's gonna you know we will be praying that it will it will uh, you know uh, end up in, in an
0: actual church. That's amazing. Okay, let's, let's get to us, back to CBI as well, because we know that church planning is part of that program, which is phenomenal as well. That's awesome. Now, uh, when they would come in, so a student would come for, like, what, is it 10 months?
1: Is it a year? Yes, it's 10 months. So uh, we started mid-January. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were so honored to have uh, the founder, uh, Pastor Gerald Hagerman, here uh, as our first teacher to open us up. Mm-hmm. And we have many different kinds of uh, different Calvary Chapel pastors. Right. Uh, teaching, mm-hmm. coming from the United States, all over the world, coming here to teach for a week or two weeks. Right. So that's the program. Mm-hmm. And whenever we don't have an invited speaker or teacher, I, I teach. And so far we've been to, uh, going through uh, many books already. And so that's it's a 10-month program, like I said. Yeah. And they, It's a live-in program. Live-in, right. Live-in program. All students live in the campus. Uh, we don't have our own. We're just renting out different facilities, also, um, very uh, unique about this as well is that every, all the students uh, rotate in all of our, the ministries of our church. We're a small church, but we have a lot of ministries. And so every two months, they rotate. And the first month, they get to assist the, the leader of the ministry, be it worship ministry or uh, children's ministry. And then the second month, they
0: get to lead the ministry. So they're getting the hands-on training. Yes. You're learning scriptures, but then you're getting the hands-on training Yes. They 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 shadow and then they lead, Absolutely. which is yes. amazing. Also, the other thing is when they're when they're in the classroom, like how does it work with the teaching? How, how many hours a day are they studying? Like what what's a day look like? I guess yeah.
1: The day starts uh, <clears throat> for them at six a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, where all of them gather here in our classroom, uh, which is also our sanctuary, and they mm-hmm. listen to the audio Bible. So uh, for for the ten months, they would have listened through the whole Bible. So that's one way that we're sure they have listened uh through the whole bible yeah that's awesome and then um uh, you know they have their breakfast and then they come back here promptly at eight o'clock and very strict with time and uh, we start the classes from 8 to 12. 8 to 12. and that's the academic classes mm-hmm. in the afternoons they 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 uh they do all their other assignments you know uh whatever books of the bible we do not cover in class mm-hmm. Uh, they would listen to the Chuck right. Smith mm-hmm. tracks. Right. Uh, so that this way they get to uh, uh, study all of the books of the Bible. That's amazing. In, as in-depth as possible. Awesome. And I
0: actually, I got a chance to go through the whole... I finally finished the whole uh, C3000 series. Right. And I'm halfway through the... Right. But yes. I got, I got it all locked yes. up in that because he has all the in-depths too. Yes. In, in, in the, and I want to plug this um, for you listeners. Go ahead and check out... Uh, it's called The Word for Today. And it's an app. And as all of the founder of Cover Chapel, all of his Bible studies are all there uh, from different years If him going through the Bible uh, in depth and all topical and just its awesomeness. Get there, you know. Yeah. So on weekends, they, uh again in the
1: afternoons. Besides those, uh, they they uh, they start their own Bible study. Mm. That's one thing that they that they have to do. They uh, they they start their own one-on-one discipleship mm. with with a person. They lead to the Lord. They do evangelism as a lifestyle. Uh, I I ask them to meet uh, at least one new person that they don't know every day, so five a week. That's amazing. And and, uh, I ask them to to meet uh, at least five people in our church every week, so this way they get to learn how to shepherd people Mm -hmm. uh, and encourage people. And they they have to start their own small group Bible study. Mm. And this is like basic. If you want to be in ministry, that's what we do we start bible studies right we have to learn that now and so uh, a lot of these practical things yeah we and and just in the last two Mm. months uh we've gone through like four mission trips you know, and uh, most people i mean I've been through seminary, I've never had one mission trip i've never I didn't learn a, didn't learn a thing about church planting. I didn't learn a thing about you know yeah, so yeah. uh uh-huh. but here in two months, they've done like more than I've gone through my seminaries <laughs> so years. That's awesome I love we're, we're very hands-on.
0: i love and you know what that's what people want I want that yeah you know, that I love the hands on. Doing it, it's, and you know what the model is? It's it's the Jesus model, Amen. right? Jesus called them. I love like we're, we're, I love the the biblical stuff. Like you see what Jesus did. Jesus called them. He walked with them, and he taught them the word. You guys are they're here. They're going through the books of the Bible. He taught the, the disciples the word, and he showed them hands on how to do it. And they made mistakes, and he just kept showing them and showing them. And they did it for three years, and this is only a one-year training. Amen. Can I tell get, you
1: a story about yeah. uh, a couple uh, who are students in our... Yeah. Uh, you know them, Anthony and Kate. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They're as uh, white as can be. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I met them... Uh, Italians. Uh, yeah, Italians and uh, <laughs> some other, I guess, I guess, Irish. I met them, and uh, they heard me uh, speak at one of the uh, breakfast, and then... Um, and they said, you know, can we talk to you, uh, you know, uh, and so we gathered uh, for breakfast and they said, we want to be, God, we feel God's calling us to be missionaries, right? And so we would just want to know what, what it looks like, you know, in, how did it, you know, you know, how does it look like to be a missionary? And I and I said to them, you know, uh, I think the best way, if you're being called as a missionary, you need to be trained. And the best thing that I can think of is for you, I want to invite you to be students at uh, the Bible Institute that we're starting. And at that point, we haven't started the Bible Institute. Uh, because if you come over to the Philippines and study at our Bible Institute, not only will you uh, experience the cross-cultural you know, uh, immersion that all missionaries, uh, all who want to be missionaries in a cross-cultural environment need you know, to go through, but you'll also uh, get your training you know, in Bible you're going to go through the whole Bible and all different ministries and practical skills. Uh, it's a complete training. And after the one year, you'll be prepared, whatever God's calling you. This is our, our, our vision for our school. Is that whatever God's calling the student to be, either as a church planter, church worker, missionary, mm-hmm. uh, pastor, it will be, they will be prepared. Yeah. And, it, of course, it's, uh, being in ministry is a lifetime education anyway. So, But you, you can go out and, and, and start.
0: It's a good start. It's definitely a good start. It's uh, because you see a lot of people that they go to, you know, Bible college or seminary. And I mean, I can't tell you how many guys I know that went through seminary or Bible college and they're not they're not doing. They haven't done anything with it. They haven't done anything with it. And um, it's it's that practical hands on learning and doing. You get a feel for it. So when you graduate, you're not like, well, what do I do? You know. And it's I'm telling you right now. It's a huge difference. For me, I, I, when I got involved in ministry, I just started going through the Bible studies of Chuck Smith, and then, you know, I had these small little doors that opened to speak at a rehab here and there with three people, five people, whatever. It wasn't like this big, glamorous, you know, stages and big churches. It wasn't like that at all. It was very low-key, me just sharing my faith, but I learned how to do it practically, and I saw, and I kind of tagged along with people, and then it just kind of grew from there. But... I, there's no way I would have sat in a seminary or a Bible college for four years. Mm-hmm. I could see a program for one year committing to that, learning and doing. I could, seen, I could have seen that. But there was nothing like that that I knew of at that time. So this is an awesome opportunity. So, so if I may, yeah, uh, go ahead. if there's anyone
1: out there listening yeah. uh, that you feel that God you know, is calling you to ministry, uh, either as a missionary or church planter or pastor and you don't know where to start, uh, you know the best thing I can think of for you to start is come come over and yeah. uh, and, and and enroll at our school or any CBI. Uh, mm-hmm. We have many different locations, but here in the Philippines, you know we're in Asia, we're in Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. we're. Uh, The people are so ripe, as Ryan said, so ripe for the gospel. You know, uh, you just talk to, you know, anyone, and and most likely that person will accept the Lord. Yeah. So we're very ripe, and uh, we, we people uh, generally understand English and speak English. Yeah. So, you know, you're not going to have
0: a hard time, and uh, so, you know, come on, you know, and and, uh, we're inviting you. I want to back that. It's, you know, like I was saying at the very beginning of the show, if you're just tuning in, that. Uh, Philippines is there's 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 some strongholds here there's it's it's like as you said it's the uh, gay capital of the world so there's some strongholds here in Asia but the harvest is ripe like if you want to come here and get your hands dirty and and get out and be with the people the people are awesome I didn't know anything about the Filipino people they are so cool and you could talk to anyone and that's the hardest part about ministry is you know get a conversation going and be able to open up and talk to people. So this would be a perfect opportunity. It's awesome here. We're here. We love it. We're already working on trying to figure out how we can you know get the whosoever's a uh, uh, Filipino version started here to, to help and piggyback and invade the schools Amen. and um, even coming back here and, and continuing the work here. I travel globally. Okay, guys. I'm as you know I'm global in all different countries. And here there is some major opportunity some very i mean the fruit is you just sh- shake the tree and it just falls off it's like that ripe it's it's amazing Amen. so and in here you have the church planning you have the discipleship going through the word everything that you have is here so i'd highly uh recommend this school and i don't do that much with most of my interviews but this is this is a thing that you should get involved with um uh where do they go to even find you guys on internet
1: Yeah, we have uh, a website for our church planting. It's called 222CMN.org. CMN stands for Church Multiplication Network. Again, that's 222CMN.org. And our Bible Institute is uh, Calvary Bible Institute Luzon. Mm -hmm. That's spelled L-U-Z as in zebra, Mm -hmm. O-N, dot O-R-G. Uh, again, that's Calvary Bible Institute Luzon dot org. That's our website for our Bible Institute. And may I uh, give another if, invitation? Yeah. If you're a, a pastor mm-hmm. uh, listening or hearing this, and yeah. uh, you want to do like a mission trip, you know, I know churches like to do mission trips. I hope. Oh yeah. I hope yeah. You, you're a church that would yep. like to do mission trips because Absolutely. it's a great way to expose your people. Come on over to the Philippines. We uh, uh we are we love mission trips. We love people come and visit us and do. Partnering with us in ministry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we are excited about that every time we have a, a visitor, a guest, you know. A, a, and maybe Ryan can talk to you how we treat our guests. We, yeah. we treat them like royalty. It's and, uh,
0: awesome. And it, it is true. You should definitely uh, look into that. And if for some reason, if you missed that whole um, the plug of the website, just contact the whosoever's.com. Contact us at our website and we'll connect you via email. No worries. Just contact um, wherever. Uh, you know, wherever we're at online, and we can make that happen. Okay, so we have nine minutes left of the show, and I'd love to have you encourage people. Um, you know, maybe there's some people out there right now that are, you know, they're just trying to figure out, what what am I going to do with my life? I want to be used by God. What? How would you encourage them? What are some steps that they should do or that they can do that could put them in that place to hear God's voice? To find the call in their so life. you never asked. I love that question. <laughs>
1: uh, again, if you are listening or watching, and you know you have this, you know, inkling. You 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 have this steering in your heart that God wants to move you. You know, God's calling you into something to serve Him, and you don't know what it is. You know, make that step of faith. Um, I would I would encourage you, you know, to to come and and enroll at our Bible Institute or or any. Calvary Bible Institute it doesn't really matter and you know why I say that is it's not because we want students here because you're not going to lose anything you know if you get trained in the whole Bible uh, in depth and in all ministries all, all, all around ministries and you, you get all these trainings you meet different people uh, and you get immersed in a cross-culture cultural environment you're not, and, and you, you don't become a pastor, you don't become a church planter or a missionary, you don't lose anything. Nope. But you gain a lifetime yeah. of skills and yep. training, and maybe back home you can be the one to encourage people to go. Yep. So, uh, again, that's the best thing I could think of to encourage anyone who may be
0: being called. Yeah, you have, you have absolutely nothing to lose. Yes. And you'll grow as a, as a person. It's only it's only one it's year an of life. investment in and your you life. Know, even like young guys, even even I mean all ages or whatever. But even like people that just get out of high school and they're trying to figure out what to do. Right? What am I going to do with my life? You know, leave leave your surroundings. A lot of kids, these these youngsters are caught up in all this noise and distractions around screen time and their friends and all this stuff. They just can leave and see what the world has to offer. A lot of them are like depressed and suicidal because they think their life stinks and they're just stuck in America with just in this weird funk. Leave America. Come out here. See what, see a whole new, a whole new environment. And I guarantee things will change in your life and and see what God has for you. Your life will be changed. I'm telling you right now, 100%. So, also, another thing is what if there's uh, someone here right now that's, that's listening to the show and, you know, they've been listening and they're just, you know, struggling on, um, you know, faith. What, what can one do to, to increase faith in their life? Because they're like, man, I want to be used by God, but I just, I don't know if, if I could do it. And they're just, maybe they're battling with fear and faith. Can you, can you maybe speak into both of those, fear and faith, to someone that's listening? Fear and faith. Um, I believe
1: that uh, the best uh, thing for a Christian to uh, strengthen faith um, is is just, uh, you know, making that step. You know, even if you're doubting, you know, uh, just keep on moving forward one step at a time, baby steps. Don't listen to those whispers Mm -hmm. uh, from the enemy that, no, don't do that or whatever. You know, just faith is really the the definition of faith is trusting God. You know, for things you do not see, mm-hmm. uh, because if you can see things clearly, you don't need faith, right? Yeah. So you know, to increase your faith, you got to make baby steps of faith. Like what I in my story, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I I obeyed what God I thought was trying to call me to come back to the Philippines. Uh, you know, leave everything behind. That was a huge step of faith. That is huge, but huge. Uh, you know, but I didn't know what I was gonna getting into. Yeah. But I had faith. That it was a big step of faith but you can make little steps of faith as well
0: yeah yeah no that was a that was a huge like for example
1: man. if you if you if you're being stirred in your heart mm-hmm. you know uh to to come and and check us out you know and, or enroll or maybe take a mission trip you know yeah. short term or even by yourself okay yeah you know if, if your church doesn't have a mission trip we, we have people actually you have someone here who just flew in from new jersey oh yeah just for this week right uh, to help us yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, and now he's thinking of living in the Philippines permanently because he loves it here. Wow. He loves to be part yep. of our ministry.
0: And so, you know, you can come here by yourself. You visit. Well, what about that? There's another girl that flew from, the, yeah, the, from the another sa- province. The, from the south of the Philippines. Yeah, right. And she flew in just to come help out for the yes, week. Yes. So just make a visit. Yes. Hey, that's what we did. We're here visiting and we're like, yeah. okay, let's actually work on some more stuff. You yeah, know? and
1: when you, you come and, and, and experience ministry with us or, you know, any any ministry that's doing the Lord's work, yeah. your faith will increase. Absolutely. You know, like, uh, I asked Brian one, one, uh, the other day when we were having a, a, a meeting, a fellowship with our CBI students, uh, Ryan would you please share with us, I know God is using you in the supernatural, mm-hmm. you know, and one way to increase our faith, mm-hmm. even though we... Do not experience personally the supernatural mm-hmm. is to hear from others. Yeah, and so we heard we were blessed because uh, Ryan shared a lot of stories mm-hmm. about how you know God has used him in the supernatural.
0: This, the tour stories, just traveling around. Well, Jesus, uh, you know we, we know this. I'm preaching the choir here, but Jesus says uh, it said to the disciples, "You receive power and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses." And it also says in Mark, you know, when you go out and you're his witness and you preach the gospel. These, these signs and wonders will follow. The supernatural will, events will follow confirming what is said. What is said, it's what we're saying about Jesus. So Jesus just confirms he is God by backing it up. And, and if you put yourself in the situation of doing missions and church planning and going out and making yourself available to be used by God – he will do these things. If not, he's a liar. But he doesn't lie. You will see God work powerfully, and God uses us all very uniquely. And I, I don't know who was sharing that the other day. It might have been you about one is the toe, or, or it was Jairus Hodge Hodges talking about one's the toe, one's the eye. But it's a body, and we all work together. And God uses us in our unique lanes. And you don't have to. You never need to get jealous of how God's using other people because everyone. God uses everyone in their own unique ways, the way he designed them and the plans that he has for them. But that unit together, like the Spartans of of uh, like the movie 300, they they were few, but they worked in a unit and they would lock they would lock their shields and they would have their swords on the right and the way they were connected together, the enemy couldn't penetrate and that's the way it is when you're in the great commission and you're doing church planning, like you were saying there's a target on your back, you need to be in un- unified, united in Christ, and locked arms, locked shoulders, having the spiritual work uh, having the spiritual armor on and going to war because you're going against the enemy but what you're doing is you're setting the captain's threes through a relationship with jesus christ is leading them to christ and then as they accept christ they receive the holy spirit they receive the forgiveness of sins and then they go from being planted on one side of eternity to the other and that's what it's all about why jesus the king is coming jesus is coming any day now, the workers are few. The harvest is ripe, but the workers are few. So pray for the harvest. And yeah.
1: that's it. We got, we got 30 seconds left. Go for it. It's interesting, you know, because uh, I wanted, as my last words, uh, is to just encourage everyone about the la- last days. Yeah. You know, we are in the last days. Actually, we are in the last few seconds, yep. I, believe, I believe, of human history. The Lord Jesus is coming very soon, mm-hmm. and there's no time to waste. And that is why you know every i believe every christian should be involved in church planting because it is the most effective way to fulfill the great commission Mm -hmm. you know just you know support church plant work you know uh pray for church planters get get out there you know study at a bible institute Mm -hmm. support uh missionaries uh you know just go visit you know even by yourself organize in your church mission trip Mm -hmm. you know uh just do something because the lord jesus is coming soon we cannot afford to just keep idle you know and, and just be mindful of our own thing in you know, our own selves it's not about us now it's uh, never it's been about us it's about jesus coming very soon so let's get busy
0: let's get busy i'm with you 100 percent. well we i love you guys thank you for being just you know tuning in every week with us again go to ryan reese official on my youtube channel Click subscribe, get years and years of radio shows, all kinds of awesome interviews, artists, musicians, pastors, missionaries, um, human trafficking. I mean, everything's there. And we do a lot of uh, questions and answers, too. Those are always fun. I bring in like four different pastors. And it's like the Wild West because you never know what you're going to get. But it's all available there. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.